Cambridge Breakfast with Julian Clover. Across our university city and South Cambridgeshire. I first met Kaz last December through Glenn Jones, our colleague here on Cambridge 105 Radio. She was in recovery from cancer, to be precise, the rare clear cell carcinoma, and was thinking about joining the station. So we had a bit of a chat. Then a few weeks back, Kaz was in touch again. The cancer had returned. But Kaz doesn't stand still. She started an online support group and is working with Macmillan and Maggie's to raise awareness and to support the group. Uh, Yesterday was Rare Disease Day, so I went to meet Kaz at Addenbrooke's Hospital. Uh, We'll hear from Kaz in a moment, but first, Professor James Brenton, clinician scientist and senior group leader at Cancer Research UK here in Cambridge. James, tell me a little bit about the type of the characteristics of the cancer that Kaz is living with. So Kaz has a rare type of cancer and a rare type of ovarian cancer called clear cell ovarian cancer. And how does that differ from other cancers which people may be familiar with? So the problem with rare cancers is that we know less about them. We know cancers are driven by changes in the DNA in cancer cells, and that sort of wiring diagram determines whether they respond to particular treatments. Overall, the commoner cancers are better understood, and rarer cancers like clear cell ovarian cancer have not responded well to chemotherapy, and that's because they have a different wiring diagram. So does that mean that the, if you like, the traditional cancers, the common ones, are they simply easier to treat because there have been more treatments? I think several things. So firstly, commoner cancers are more likely to be researched and get into clinical trials. Secondly, until recently, we haven't had the tools in the clinic and as part of our research programmes to actually look at those wiring diagrams in detail. And now at Addenbrooke's, we're doing something called whole genome sequencing for newly diagnosed patients with ovarian cancer. This is an NHS test, so now available to all women with what we call high-grade ovarian cancer. And that can tell us much more information about what treatments might work And I think for clear cell, what we're seeing is those patterns, that wiring diagram doesn't suggest chemotherapy is going to work, but other therapies, particularly immunotherapies, may look more promising. And when a therapy is developed, does one, is it likely to cover a number of cancers or is there specialist research which is needed on each individual one to a, to a greater or lesser extent? I think that's a great point. What, what we know is that everyone's cancer is uniquely different in terms of that wiring diagram. We see kind of big differences between the commonest types of ovarian cancer and clear cell. But at the end of the day, we have to try and bring treatments very specific to the person in front of us. And, and the kind of work which is going on here at, at Addenbrooke, is it, is it going in, in that direction right now? I'm funded by Cancer Research UK and there's, we have a huge effort trying to learn the most about patients on trials using tools such as whole genome sequencing, using other molecular tools so we really understand who benefits from treatment and who does not. And what's coming up on the horizon? Is there something, something within uh, the facility here that people are saying, yeah, we're, we're, we're almost there, we're almost there? I think the most exciting thing for patients with clear cell ovarian cancer is larger trials of immune therapy. So this may spare them having chemotherapy that is not going to work for them. That requires a little bit more data from trials that have just completed, but is a very exciting direction for those patients. 
Kaz, we're here at Maggie's and on the table uh, beside us we've got a collection of t-shirts which I believe you've had a hand in designing. Tell us a little bit about them. So these t-shirts, um, I've designed them actually last year on my first diagnosis of cancer while I was having gruelling treatment of chemo. I think it was about the third round and um, it was between me and another cancer patient actually who also has clear cell and between the two of us we got together and even though I didn't expect them to be um, go any further than what they have so it's just an idea and now I have to say I'm so happy now that they're actually sitting on that table. They look pretty good as well with you know, the design of a, a cell and various there's a that is a trumpet player is it on that one over there it's a butterfly as well that's right yeah yeah so um you see the teal colors for ovarian and then as um james said earlier that it's that clear cell colors which is the pinky purpley colors just to describe what that is for anybody who didn't know um and then like you said the trombone the trumpet there and it basically the message just quickly say it loud say it clear is two reasons one we need to get the message out there but ultimately it is clear under the microscope that's what clear cell carcinoma is you mentioned that you had one set of chemotherapy i think these six treatments all all together, but you've now had a second diagnosis. So, so what happens next? Right. So the second diagnosis, obviously, the recurrence was in five months. So um, a little bit different this time. Surgery will be um, involved, which is on the thirteenth of March, um, and that will be whether we'll remove the lymph nodes, both of them. Uh, even though one had cancer and there is suspected cancer in the pelvis as well. Uh, I have to say if the surgery doesn't work um, then there is options but once again there is no treatment for this rare cancer clear cell carcinoma. And that's as James was explaining to us a little earlier on that's one of many issues around this. It is very much a rare disease and obviously by the extension that means that not quite so much is known about it as for for other cancers yes exactly and as james rightly said you know they are doing as much research as possible and immune immunotherapy and trials and all sorts of exciting things as he said are coming in the pipeline but for now um the most important message at the minute is that you know it is a rare disease day to day and clear cell carcinoma is one of those rare diseases and important for you to to get the the message out of around clear cell carcinoma but also within that to offer support to others too yes absolutely i hope that you know doing these radio shows doing this today with you julian um keep raising awareness having now the um, connection with Maggie's now today that we're now together on this mission um, and also more than anything else um, I want to save lives and, and it is a positive for people living with cancer that there are people like Maggie's there's Macmillan there's the the great work which is going on at Cancer Research UK here in Cambridge all of those organizations coming together for a greater or lesser extent to to, to offer support to people 
Absolutely. And I feel blessed that I can be a part of that, being a part of Maggie's. That's why we're here today with that connection. Also, I now connected with Macmillan to Maggie's. And on top of that, these T-shirts, hopefully the donations will raise enough money in the donations to get that treatment for clear cell carcinoma. And if, you know, if somebody fancies a look at the T-shirt, maybe wants to uh, get hold of one, how do they go about that? Okay, so uh, very, very soon I will be um, opening a Just Giving page through Cancer Research UK, um, and I certainly can pass them details on. Gaz, thank you. Uh, best of luck. Pleasure. Thank you. 105. Cambridge 105 Radio.